episode 52. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, and master storyteller. And today we are going to learn all about Blue is the Hottest Flame. And Susan Muranti is going to explain it to us. She's a sculptor. She's a singer-songwriter. She's extremely talented. And I understand we may be getting married. Whoa! You better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. Susan, welcome to Dharmic Evolution. It's so good to have you here from Down Under. Thank you so much, Kevin. It is amazing to be here. Thank you so much for asking me. Yeah, so tell me about Sydney first and foremost. Um, do you live in Sydney or near there? Or like, where are you in Australia exactly? I am right in Sydney. Um, I'm a little bit different to a lot of Sydney siders, though, in that I happen to live on an island. So Nice. I, yeah, yeah, it's fabulous. So I, I live on an island in an island which is Australia. So um, I'm on Scotland Island, which is just on the outskirts of, of Sydney, but I'm only 45 minutes from the CBD. But it's a little so- different than Gilligan's Island. <laughs> you, you know, you have yeah. like transportation, yeah, we, I'm sure. Yeah, we, we don't make as many coconut cream pies. Yeah. Or- <laughs> I have confessed I have made one. Uh-huh. Right? A paleo friend, friends who's on a paleo diet. So, yes, I've been channeling Marianne or Ginger or someone. (laughs) (laughs) So, no bamboo raft for you to get to the mainland, right? You can. No, we're we're a bit modern. Yeah, (laughs) good. By um, you know ferry or um, a boat with a motor on it, but you know. (laughs) Now, tell me about the island that you're on. Is it is it like a real? Is it uh, like a big island or is it, you know, just a limited amount of people? Like how big is the island that you live on? Oh, it's, it's a good size. It's um, There are about a 1,000 people or 300 dwellings on the island. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a beautiful community actually. It's a um, lovely group of people. Everybody looks out for everybody else and, um, you know, watches over each other's kids. There's fabulous music on the island. Um, there's something about islands that put music into people. Uh, I don't quite know what it is, but yeah, very artistic community. That's Love great. It fun. sounds like it is the perfect haven for you. It is. Yes, listening to your music, you've got the real serious artistic streak. And I want to start off by asking you about your Nashville story in the ice storm that just happened this past winter. <laughs> Oh, it was such an adventure. Oh, so so first of all, what wh- how did you end up in Nashville? Do you have you obviously have friends or resources or people you work with down there, no? Yeah, all, all of the above actually. I have a okay. very um, strong connection to Nashville that, that's kind of just happened. Um I a couple of years ago, I won the uh the lyrics only category at the UK songwriting contest two years in a row which was wonderful congratulations that's amazing two years in a row yeah and you had this little australian girl upseat all the uk people unbelievable (laughs) 
<laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> well, it was, I, I think I was lucky, you know, my, my number was up. First time I won, it was very, very funny because I found out on the day the world was supposed to have ended on December 21st, I think it was, in 2012, and I had the best day. Oh, the yeah. Well, let's see. Yeah, that I, world ending thing, that happens all the time, you know. I mean, but we always recover from it, right? Yeah, we do. Absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, as a result of that contest, I um, part of my prize was um, a mentoring session with the songwriter Mark Cawley who lives in Nashville and um, he is just the most wonderful um, songwriting teacher and uh, friend and, you know, he, he's been a great support to me. And he said to me, look, you really, you know, you know, I, th I think you ought to come to Nashville and have a look around here and I'll introduce you to some musicians and, you know, I think you could have a go at recording some music here. So I took his advice and I took off to Nashville um, just quite coincidentally in, in late February this year it was, just as the worst ice storm in 30 years, I think it was. Yes. Was coming down on the place. It might have even been longer than that. So I skated into Nashville on a plane like I was landing in Narnia it was, you know, it it was um, from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. It was just covered in white. I couldn't get over it. It was so beautiful. And <laughs> it was beautiful really, for you, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love the snow. You know, it's such a novelty for me. Right. Uh, coming from Sydney, but you know, I'm a bit of a snow girl. I love it. And um, the whole place was was a little bit shut down. You know, for those two weeks but it had a magic to it and and uh, you know I certainly had a fabulous time I um recorded my um music there for my next EP which is called Blue is the Hottest Flame and I, I love that title by the way great oh, title. yes I do Oh, and and the track which we're going to play shortly. So so but we're going to we're going to circle back to this but I just want to say real quickly when you, when I saw that, that you wrote that about you when the ice storm, I was, I was home in New Jersey with looking at my suitcase and my guitar and on yeah. the phone and my producer from Nashville called me and said, did you get on the plane yet? And I said, no, I'm leaving right now. She said, don't come. The whole city, <laughs> the whole city is locked down and my flight could get out. So I could get in, leave Newark and get into Nashville. But they, according to them, they said, you'll probably end up at the airport for three days. <laughs> but you know, well, I don't know what date that was. It was around, it was exact same date that you were down there because, uh, see, I was supposed to meet you see that's what what happened and here we are how many months later and we're meeting anyway so isn't that a cool thing we're supposed to be getting married tonight yes yes and and you know i have to get a haircut first susan but after i do that we can we can pull it off all right excellent now of course the poor viewers don't understand what we're talking about but that's fine yeah you got to keep a little mystery in in the thing you know so uh speaking of blue is the hottest flame let's play a little bit of that right now blue is the hottest flame from susan moranti
remember science lessons I remember being bored But I paid attention, baby To a fact that's got me floored Stars might act like fire But they don't burn all the same the hottest flame Blue is the color of water Blue is the color of sky Blue is the color of peace But the blue that's in your eyes Is a deadly fire A dangerous star A heat that can be tamed Cause blue Got a reason, baby, for how you make me feel. I know now I've been born in where the passion runs for real. I'm dreaming of the future, giving it a The hottest flame. Blue is the color of water. Blue is the color of sky. Blue is the color of peace. But the blue that's in your eyes is a deadly. Wow, that is such a great a track, Susan. Tell me about that song. That is really beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. You know, you're one of the first people to hear it. I know. Um, you sent me a private track, which I was so flattered. I said, I, you know, this is the first time anyone has ever sent me a private anything. I, I love that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to have been a first for you, Kevin. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, um, look, the the song, um, The I, I usually start with the lyrics because I am very much a lyricist. Um, you know, I'm a melody maker as well, but it's 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 the lyrics that really pounded me first when when I'm songwriting, and you know, I'm I'm a great believer that the beautiful, mystical, amazing things that happen to us, like love and passion, or even being caught up in a moment of beauty, or you know, thinking someone's eyes are beautiful, or, or seeing your soulmate in them, or or whatever it is. That they are real experiences with that 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 are so real. They have almost, you know, uh, well, we know they have a quantum relationship to the world around us. We just can't always describe how that works um, in a real or scientific way. But you know, I I just think that um, I think that there is a language that that's yet to be made. I was going to say that words fall short, right, of what you're trying to communicate. Yeah, exactly, for describing those experiences. But one of the things I love about you is you're very poetic and and you you get to the source of of the subject with your your wonderful lyrics. 
And I see what you're saying. In other words, the the communication you are trying to achieve is bigger than the words can express, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and but, and but you but you're so good at it. You're you're really good at it. I mean, I'm I'm getting the vibe when I'm listening to your music and your and your words because the poetry is beautiful. Well, thank you, and and I hope it's something that people can relate to too, because you know I I always uh, think it's wonderful to be able to write in a language that people can relate to, and that they can understand in very simple terms. So, you know, blue is actually literally the hottest flame. And, um, you know, if you're entranced by someone's blue eyes, they're, they're not just figuratively hot. You know, there's a reason for it. They're, they're literally hot. So I like to play with those kinds of ideas, you know, and have a bit of cheeky fun with it too. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Do you have blue eyes, Susan? I do, as a matter of fact. Okay, very good. So do I. See that? We were meant to have this interview. So, <laughs> there you go. hey, so tell me about, I want to go back to the Nashville story again. So you got connected to people down there. You went down there in an ice storm and you went, Were you? where were you recording in town just for the heck of it? Um, in Ronnie uh, Millsap's studio. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's fantastic. And- Oh, it was fantastic. It was the quintessential Nashville experience. It's a beautiful studio. It's I, I don't know if you know it well, but it's... I don't know the studio, but I love his work. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. he is indeed. And, and the studio that he... I don't know the full story, but I think he, he had it built for himself rather than, you know, um, purchasing it from someone else. And it's got that beautiful Nashville wood panelling from, you know, ceiling to floor, the most beautiful recording rooms. And um, I had the loveliest synergy with um, the musicians who recorded this music with me. It was Mark Rochas on um, piano and Greg Morrow on drums, both of whom have just won country, um, the country musician of the year, country music awards, I think it is in the U S that you have. Wow. Great. um, Yeah. They've both got drummer and, um, pianist of the year and Bob Britt on, um, guitar. He did that beautiful guitar opening there for blue is the hottest flame. He recorded the guitars for, um, Bob Dylan's last album and Byron House, who is who who um, plays with Robert Plant in his band of Joy, and Byron House uh, was on the ba- uh, the bass, um, which also features there, or it might actually be on um, another track, I think. But anyway, look, they were the most amazing group of musicians. We had the most incredible synergy. Let me um, ask you this, Susan. When you went down, did you go with the intention of just cutting a couple of tracks or doing a whole EP? I was going to see how it went, and we ended up doing the whole EP. We ended up doing um, five tracks. Something about that Nashville poll, right? You just can't just walk away with one or two songs. (laughs) No, you can't. It is a magical place. Yeah. It has a vibe about it that goes way beyond the music. Um, I had the most incredible experiences in Nashville. Every person I met met was divine. They were delightful, from the Uber Uber car drivers to, you know, the guy at the airport or someone selling me a burger. I I didn't have a crossword with anybody any time 
about well, why would you you know you're an aussie in a in a very yeah. uh, a very wonderful town and you're a poet too so <laughs> i'll tell you what was funny they all loved my voice when i just spoke you know when i was ordering a burger or a donut they were amazed by my voice which yeah. i thought was hilarious because i was riveted by their voices and their accents there's something about that that um you know i always find like your accent the brits my brothers and sisters in ireland i find it very intriguing and i think they find me entertaining and funny like what's this guy from yeah. new york what is this all about <laughs> yeah, yeah. new york it's, is funny they always are yeah it's it's something about being across the pond you know like whether it be a big pond, pond or <laughs> you know a little pond you know something about that pond thing it's just very intriguing hey let's play another one here um this one is called, we'll talk about this after we play it, but Four Hands Around One Heart. This is very cool. Four hands around one heart In sheets of golden leaf No need for us to speak Like lovers living not Your lips against my cheek Four hands around one heart Met you in Vienna beneath the famous kiss As you turned away to go you smiled, you whispered this I'll never leave that painting to hang on just a wall I'm gonna take it with me, help me steal it Four hands around one heart In sheets of golden leaf No need for us to speak Like lovers living out Your lips against my cheek Four hands around one heart Four hands around one heart Living in a masterpiece is making me feel bold I'm timeless and ethereal, I've got your hand to hold I think I understand now, oh yes, I get the hint We're living like those lovers in the painting of the kiss Four hands around one heart In sheets of golden Like lovers living out Your lips against my cheek Four hands around one heart Wild purple squares and circles Cosmic blossoms fall on us Better flowers, field of hours Gossamers of another fine track tell us about that one susan well um that's a, a very well um, kind of a real experience for me in that um i went to vienna for the first time a few years ago just just a few years back and was absolutely gobsmacked when i went to the belvedere what did Museum. you call that you were what 
Gobsmacked. As I was saying the word, I thought, will the audience know what I'm talking about? Gobsmacked is a bit of an Australian word. I love it. <laughs> it means completely stunned. Right. Okay. I kind of got that feeling, but I'm I'm glad you clarified it for me because I got to put that into my vocabulary. So yeah, go no, ahead just, with the story. And I'll give you the spelling later if you'd like. Yes. To get it right. Anyway, I went to the Belvedere Museum and was completely blown away by this beautiful painting of Gustav Klimt's The Kiss. Yes. And yes. it's a massive painting for people who haven't seen it. It's a couple of metres wide by a couple of metres tall, perfectly square. And to me it is just the most perfect, beautiful painting of two lovers. And I was not going through a very happy time when I was in Vienna, unfortunately. Vienna was wonderful, um, but it was a difficult time of my life. And I thought you know, you've got to create your own reality. If this is what you want, you need to write about it, you need to write a song about it, and you need to put that out into the world. And so I did. I, you know, um, wrote very sincerely and honestly about what I saw, which is that it's not just enough to have love locked in a painting and, and, and love locked in art. You've got to live it. Right. Every day you have to live love. It's not just an idea. And same with art. Art is beauty and, you know, you should be living your beauty every day in everything that you do um, from the tiniest, um, you know, little trinket in the way you dress yourself to how you prepare dinner or the way you smile at someone. This is, this is my own very personal philosophy. And so, so you're living extreme. In other words, you take every moment and say, I'm going to live this moment to the fullest that I can possibly do it. Yeah, I do now. Yeah. I do now. And, and I think great art can show you that, you know, when, when you see something that moves you, that's beautiful, um, you know, I think it can wake that up in you. And I think Gustav Klimt that day, with his beautiful painting of the lovers, reminded me that, you know, that these are the things that are important. And so, you know, and, and you can capture, um, you know, the, you, you can capture that as well with words or, or song or however you want to do it in your life and, and put that out into the world. So, yeah, so, so that's the story of the song. So you feel it um, as artists we inspire one another? Well, oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we do inspire one another, and um, it, it's our job, isn't it? You know, to- yeah, whether it's a, whether it's a poetic uh, treatise or if it's a painting or if it's a song, um, that's where I get a lot of my inspiration from. Other people inspire me all the time. I think it's an amazing thing because it's a very positive, circular um attribute that we're all tapped into if we choose to be yeah well it that i totally agree with you and it goes on and on you know you can create one beautiful um drawing or song or whatever people can see it or listen to it and it's like passing an olympic baton along it's like passing a light from person to person it never goes out yeah isn't that a great thing 
Yes, it's beautiful. I think it's amazing, you know, because you don't know how much your music inspires others. Um, and if we could measure it, we'd probably be astonished at, you know, the longevity of it. Just as you said, it gets passed from one to another. Hey, Susan, tell me about your career. So what's going on with your bad self these days? Now, are you playing? you got the album coming out. Do you perform around um, on your uh, on your island? Or uh, in Sydney? Yeah, look, I, I do. I've been uh, um, just out of performing the last uh, few months because I've been focusing on pulling this uh, EP together. I've been overseas this year. so Which, I, um, which overseas? Uh, to Nashville. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to yeah. make sure. Yeah, no, no. That's right. Uh, earlier this year. And um, I've been down to Melbourne as well, spent some time down there. So I'm just getting back into performing. But, yes, I do perform in Sydney and um, I'm hoping to be doing that very soon. Um, we're uh, just looking at booking some dates and um, I'm hoping to combine that with an exhibition as well, which is very exciting. Great. Now so, an exhibition uh, is is what you're going to team up with um, a painting artist is that, or just? Well, I am. I am an, a painting artist myself. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Oh, cool. No, no, the, yeah, I'm a sculptor and um, and uh, a painter. Um, so I'm hoping to combine um, the two things, uh, which is what I did in 2014 with um, a solo exhibition I had called Incandescence. And I put an EP out also entitled Incandescence at the time. So it's kind of fun and funky to bring the two things together. And Now, you're, you not, you're not so good that you can stand there and sing and paint at the same time. Because <laughs> I, I would love to see that. I'm coming to Australia just to see that, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you? Okay, well, I'll give it a go. Um, no, no, I don't think I am that clever. Um, I like to keep the two activities separate. <laughs> yeah, you know, I almost I almost forgot to tell the people listening that uh, the reason we were going to get married is is we had so much trouble putting this interview together, and it was mostly on my end because I was confusing. I think I was confusing. London with Sydney and, and you know, because I have a lot of people on the show from all around the world and, and I get my time zones all screwed up at times. Uh, so we, how many emails that we did? We did probably 12 emails to pin down the time, right? Yeah, I think we did. And um, it didn't matter how many emails we sent each other, the time came out the wrong way <laughs> yeah so i said to susan i said man if we were lovers we'd be screaming at each other and then that turned into some kind of marriage proposal after that but you know it, it didn't happen so married. it happened very quickly didn't it oh, yeah. <laughs> i think you proposed kevin that's right i think and i might have yeah, and I, I promised to buy a dress if you gave me some ethically sourced diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hey, so so tell me, uh, tell me about the scene in um, where you are as far as music. People going out and playing. What happens uh, in the Sydney area? Is it clubs? Is it like um, coffee houses? Festivals? Is it a combination? Like, it's a combination of all those things. There are lots of little festivals around the place and um, markets are very big here as well. You know, we have lots of different, um, 
you know, food in particular, gourmet food and clothing markets around the place right? Uh, where there's quite a bit of live music. And, um, yeah, a lot, a lot of music in pubs and clubs. Um, jazz is something that's really bubbling along here at the moment, which is very exciting. And I'm very lucky because I have a wonderful venue just across the water from me on the mainland, as we like to call it. Right. Um, and it's called the Waterfront Cafe, and it's down at Church Point, and that's a fabulous music scene, um, really, uh, really fabulous. Every Sunday afternoon they have amazing musicians come from all parts of Sydney and sometimes Australia to play. It's pretty new, so it's only been there for the last 12 months or so, and it's bubbling along, and I'm hoping to play some um, dates there very soon. So, yeah, it's um, tremendously exciting, I think. It's um, not exactly Nashville, but, yeah, look, it could be. No, nothing is. Right, no, <laughs> no, I know, I know. What, a, yeah. what an amazing city that is. What an amazing musical mecca. Hey, I want to play, uh, let's play Bright Star, and uh, then we'll talk about this one. Susan Moranti, Bright Star. Beautiful track, Susan. Beautiful. Um, you're a nature oh, lover, you. aren't you? Oh, I absolutely am. I can, I, can your, I can tell by your. I can tell by your photos, photos on. Um, on uh, 
you know, just, uh, you know, just the SoundCloud, the SoundCloud here. here. And, yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, it's, yes. uh, and by the way, they're very beautiful. Thank you. I Look, love I those. love nature. Yeah, I, I, I can I, tell like you're in the stars and it's a sunset and it's so cool looking. Um, where is that? Is that on your island? It's very close to my island. Um, it was actually shot at Palm Beach, which is just a couple of kilometers from me. Um, and as the crow flies straight across the water. Um, so it's it's photographed in pit water. And um, pit water is, is almost like a... Um, uh, a beautiful womb-shaped um, body of water that um, runs parallel to the Pacific Ocean. Okay, just okay. At the edge of Sydney. But anyway, it's it's very wild. We're right on the edge of the wild here because we have Karingai National Park on one side. That's what you can see in the distance there behind that photo, going towards the sunset. It's like bush for you know a hundred kilometres, probably. You right. Know, it's fa- fairly phenomenal. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's a wild place. You know, we get um, whales and seals and dolphins and sharks. <laughs> nice. You know, I see also that you're, you've, you're on this, um, you're sort of half uh, sitting on this stepladder and you're in this beautiful cocktail dress. Now, you weren't pruning apple trees out on the beach, were you, in heels? <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, what it looks like, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I, I go to the beach to do my gardening. I drag my clippers down there. No, it, it, was, um, it, it was a lovely shoot. Um, it was one of those accidental things. We'd actually been shooting all afternoon and the light went. And I said, oh, look, you know, maybe we sh- we could have some night shots. And the photographer very graciously said, you know, I think that's a good idea. So we just kind of mocked something up. She had a ladder in the back of the car. And, um, yeah, it's just one of those things. It just worked in the moment. Made it happen. Hey, tell me about your influences, Susan. Who did you listen to growing up in music that oh. uh, that helped, like, form you into the poetic wonder that you are today? Because you're very unusual, which I love about you. You've, you've got the poetry thing going on. You, your approach to music is... Um, just completely unique. So how did you come to be Susan Moranti? How did, how did this all happen? Well, Bruce Springsteen helped me. That's all I can say. Okay, great. I listening to Bruce Springsteen. <clears throat> I've heard um, of him. Growing up, yes, I'm yeah. sure you have. <laughs> and um, But his early, his early stuff, you know, I loved some of his early albums, like The Wild, The Innocent and The East Street Shuffle. You know, I've, I had his album, and, and um, I just played it over and over and over again, his beautiful language and the way he used words. Then, of course, Bob Dylan. You know, I discovered um, uh, my, I came to, to Bob Dylan quite late, like about 3,000 years after everybody else did. And um, Oh, you're one of those too, huh? <laughs> yeah, and it changed me enormously. I... But let me ask you, isn't that the beauty of music that it does? It's so timeless that who cares when it happens? Um, it as long as it happens, like we get to discover people and, it, you know, who cares if the record was made 30 or 40 years ago? It's still a good record, right? Oh, absolutely. But I mean, you know, there are also later influences as well, like, yeah. you know, um, Nirvana and... Um, you know, even the kind of sultry language that Kings of Leon um, use. You know, I, I, I actually have so many 
influences. There are Australian bands, um, you know, Midnight Oil and uh, Cold Chisel. In Excess was a tremendous influence on me. Yeah, weren't they great? Um, They probably still are great. Well, most of them, yeah, I, yeah, they are. They're they're still going. I think they yeah. um they retire and then they come back. <laughs> yeah, because you can't get away from it, right? You try to put it away, and it's like you know, it's like holding a balloon underwater. It's going to come back up. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm I'm very eclectic. I there isn't a generation of music that I will reject, even if I object sometimes to the content of it. You know, like. Um, some of the worst Eminem I can't help but love. Yeah. It's, you know, there's there's a beat and a pulse to it, which is, you know, which is irresistible. So you um, keep yourself actively listening to what's coming up new all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, I do too. And I, I think there's... I think there's more good music now than there ever has been, quite frankly. Some of these new bands are great. I just I just love what's going on. Hey, I want to play another one here. And I love the title and the idea of this song, Stephen Hawking Wants You Too. So this is cool. Let's check this out. Stephen Hawking. 
Oh, do you like the title? I love it. I love it. And I'm a fan of Stephen Hawking for years and years. I think he's amazing. So how did you come up with this idea? And and another thing is, while I'm asking that, I yeah. can't believe these tracks were recorded in Nashville. They probably had such a good time down there working with you because this is definitely not country. Do you know, it's, it's not exactly country. <laughs> not it? that Nashville is. I mean, people have that misconception, and, and myself included, years ago. But they are so talented, they can play anything down there. So tell me oh, about the song. Um, look, the, the, the idea came to me that, um, that true love really is eternal, if you think about it. You know, it's not just an idea. You know, people say, I'll love you forever. But even in a sense, whether it's going to work out or not, the moment that two people kiss, like, you know, if that's um, subject to life, it, it's, it goes on out into the universe forever and ever and ever, literally. Right. Uh, if someone was on, had a telescope and went to the other side of the universe and could train it back at the earth and um, gear that telescope, to look back at the earth at, at, at every moment through history, you could see all of the kisses that had ever happened and all of the love matches that had ever happened since the beginning of earth time, if you like, or human time on earth. It would be a supernova, <laughs> would it not? Yeah, it would be. It would indeed. <laughs> what a great, there's a sequel. Yeah, it'd be hot. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've got to go off and write that song. I'll be back in a moment. Yes, yes. You're you're giving me pearls and you don't even know it here, girl. You're going to get another album out of this interview for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the next one, isn't it? Supernova. Yeah. Supernova. Um, But, yeah, so that was the idea for it. And Stephen Hawking is our our physicist of the times, isn't he? He's our kind of... You know, he's our Einstein man. He's he's such a hero to so to so many people, a popular hero and a hero to scientists as well. And and I think he's amazing. He's such a survivor and, and a thinker and we're lucky to have him and we're we're lucky to have his light in the age that we live in. So, you know, it's just my cheeky kind of, you know, I, I wanted him there in the song as um you know, he, he's kind of like the Gandalf of the scientific world, isn't he? Yes. I couldn't leave him out, you know. And I, and I love the, uh, the framework around the song. The production is just great because it so captures that moment and the essence of what you're saying there. It's very, very cool. Oh, thank you. Hey, um, Susan, this was way, way too fast. I mean, as we're wrapping up here, um, I want you to tell everybody how do we reach Susan Moranti and all her music? How do we buy your music? Where do we go? Counsel us on best way to get to you. You can buy my music on iTunes. Okay. And you can also go straight to my website, susanmoranti.com. Okay. And um, I would love you to purchase my new EP, Blue is the Hottest Flame. Which you heard it here, folks. What yeah. a great song and a great title. Love it. And um, I'd love you to, you know, if you come to Sydney, um, check my website and I might be playing somewhere as well. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And you're also uh, on SoundCloud and Facebook, right? I am. I'm on SoundCloud and Facebook. And Reverb uh, Nation. 
And Reverb Nation. So you, there's no excuse not to be connected with Susan Moranti. There is no excuse <laughs> not to be connected with Susan Moranti. Yeah, this was great, Susan. I, I so appreciated you taking time out of your busy life to be a part of Dharmic Evolution. I had a great time hanging with you on the show, learning all about. I picked up some new language from Sydney, which I always love. You know, I well, have to incorporate. Yeah, I got to incorporate that into my into my gig here. <laughs> oh, I I really want you to. I actually put out um, a saying in Nashville that I'm hoping will catch fire there. I, I we deliberately myself and some American friends did a bit of a test run, and it was done like a dinner. You know done I mean? like a dinner. That is yeah. great. <laughs> Meaning it's it's over now and it's well finished. Right. And um, that we all thought that sounded like a southern expression that wasn't actually a southern expression. So we put it out there, and I'm hoping it's catching fire about well, now. Well, depending on how you say it, if you say done <laughs> like a dinner, I think it'll have oh. more weight to it, you know what I'm saying? That's perfection. <laughs> hey, Susan, had a great time. Thanks for being a part of the oh. show today. It was so good to hang with you, like I said before. And uh, we'll be Send we'll be me. watching you, like on the Grammys uh, next uh, <laughs> I think I it, hope so. Yeah, I think it's I next think March or something, or February, I think they have it, but we'll be seeing you around for sure. Oh, fantastic. You'll have to come and join me there, Kevin, if that's the case, if I'm going to the Grammys. I would love that. I would love that. And then maybe and then, I'll propose live and in person to you then. Okay, but we'll get married that night because, you know, we keep on putting this wedding off, don't we? Yes, we do. I, I got to find those mines, you know, for the right diamonds, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Source them ethically, Kevin. It's very important. Yes, it is. Hey, All Kevin, right. can I say thank you very much for having me on your show today? It's been such an honor and so much fun. Um, you know, just the best. Thank you. You gotta give the lady the last word, right? Especially an artist like this one. Really, really dug this. Um, I learned so much. An island in an island? She lives, she ha, She was calling it her island. You know, that's reason enough to marry her. She owns an island. My goodness. Done like a dinner. I've been gobsmacked. Sydney ciders. I learned so much about Australia today. I got to get there like immediately. Blue is the hottest flame. Four hands around one heart. Bright star. Stephen Hawking wants you too. This lady has a very fertile imagination. Really dug it. I hope you guys had a great time with Susan Moranti today. All the links are in the show notes. And listen, swing over to DharmicEvolution.com. Check out all the content on the site, including my coaching page. And if you are a podcaster new to the space or thinking of becoming one, I can help you with that. Just email me at uh, Kevin at DharmicEvolution.com. And check out all the videos, photos, conversations, music downloads, links to all of my past guests. And uh, don't forget, if you were on this show or you're going to be, you're going to be on that site or you already are. So don't forget the downloads are free, but the content, it's priceless. And tune in this coming Sunday, the 10th, with Jackie Kellogg, my guest from Calgary, Canada, with some great stories and some great songwriting. And that's it for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, and master storyteller. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage.
Let's do it.